Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Now, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, on this Saturday morning, winter weather approaching. It's, this is winter for me right now. I can, uh, I'd be fine if it stay like this. All right, looking at current conditions right now, Galveston down at the Galveston Channel. It's 48 down there on the island. Actually warmed up one degree. It was 47 earlier at 4 o'clock, but... Uh, you got 59 degree water in the channel. I know the bay temperatures in certain areas are a lot cooler, but uh, you have an east wind at three to six miles per hour down there in uh, Eagle Point, sticking out there in Lower Galveston Bay. Uh, looks like it's uh, 49 degrees there with 55 degree water. Morgan's Point, farther up north, it's 46 with 56 degree water, and uh, got east in the wind this morning. So. Nothing like yesterday, screaming north. All right, let's uh, let's go to Captain Bink Grimes, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Bink. How you doing, buddy? Good morning. Good morning. What's up? Oh, about to get on the road, go to South Texas, and show a ranch. I got my real estate broker hat on today. I'm going to give the ducks a day off. I'm going to give the ducks a day off. We're not going to give the ducks a day off. Right. <laughs> I've got my guides, guides running, but I've got to run the cow cuts this morning. So. Right. Show a ranch down there. A yeah. few white tails on it. Uh, so, that'll work. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to be back. by. got a date with my wife to watch the Texans. Well, no, I'm not going to NRG, but, but I'm, we're going to sit around here and fry some oysters up and Boy, that's hopefully good. watch the Texans do their thing. Oysters and the Texans. So, that's uh, yeah. Well, that'd be awesome if we could pull this game off today. It's going to be a lot of a lot of folks watching. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of folks. We were we were season ticket holders for about twenty years, and I don't have them anymore. Just when when everything went down, like it did about two or three years ago, I kind of yeah gave it back to them. Yeah, for, a lot of for, obvious reasons, sure. for obvious reasons, for obvious reasons, our way of thinking did not align with the NFL at the time, but maybe things are getting a little better. But anyway, yeah, a lot uh, of that went on. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, with all this extreme cold weather, uh, you think this is going to push a lot more birds to us? I know that I'm seeing a lot of, uh, you know, songbirds that I hadn't seen all fall or winter that have finally showed up. You know, ahead of yeah, this, they are running from it. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, we, we've been pretty solid um, since, I guess, the last, uh, the full moon. So, I guess, right, that, that moon, uh, 
three weeks ago brought a whole lot more green wing teal in mm -hmm. and uh we've been we've been really solid uh, uh but but i noticed about three or four days ago that uh everywhere here even, even on the even on the the prairie the prairie and the coast we lost we lost birds and it wasn't and it was in the middle of the week it wasn't it wasn't you know due to hunting pressure uh, right you know it just wasn't uh, in the middle of the week uh, farms that just were just loaded with birds the next morning you know where'd they go you know and it was it was coast wide and uh and that's something so just pick up and leave yeah. like that it's crazy yeah yeah you could, could try to control everything you know in this business and try to keep pressure off of them and, and try to just uh, you know just more thing more so than anything uh you know keep pressure off of them to a minimum hunt them hunt them and, and get out and let them have their thing and, and uh and then you 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 try to always treat them with kid gloves to get through this long season and uh and man then they just leave on you and it just shows you you know it's just the mysteries of, of migratory waterfowl is all it is that's and, it and uh that's all it is you know i mean it's you can't control everything in, no. in this business you control you know showing up on time and working hard and having good equipment and, and all that but but man it's these are wild animals we're we're well, chasing like fish man if they ain't there you can't yeah. catch them same 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 deal you know having have a clean boat fishing, show up can, on time uh, you can start up and go fish some other areas but when you're on a duck hunt you're committed to a pond and a blind and a certain area and you're just you're stuck if they don't show it's not good that's exactly right yesterday yesterday was one of the, the toughest winds i can remember hunting in a very very long time it was uh and i tell you it was it was west and then it was uh, northwest and uh i'm telling you it came and it was and i, I we had we were just covered up with ducks and uh but man to, to get to us was was really something and they, they would they, they just couldn't get to us they were they were coming and coming and it looked like they were <laughs> you know gonna do it at 80 yards and they just kept coming and coming and, and then you'd call the shot and at 40 45 yards and you got one little opportunity and and they looked up like you know one of those days when the wind blows like that when they they're at 45 yards and they look like they're at about 20 yards, but they're right. really not. And, uh, and, and man, it's just, uh, it's one of those days. It was a two box day, one of those two box days. And, and, um, and you just, uh, you, you just got to keep shooting. That's all you got to do. You just got to keep shooting. So, well, once they, you know, you get that first shot and you miss on that, you better be yep. quick on the second and be on it because, boy, once they turn, grab that wind, they're gone. They're out of here. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's what it was yesterday. And I saw a show yesterday that, that I, uh, I haven't seen in a while. I pulled over on the side of the road yesterday on, on 35 and I watched thousands and thousands of pintails leaving the bay and coming inland there about Markham and just, poured into dry fields that look like canada dry wow. fields and I'm, I, stuff i hadn't seen ever i may never see it again and um i just kept they just kept coming and coming and coming and that tide was rolling so hard i i had to go to my my lodge after we we hunted and the water in front of it was pouring out i don't know it looked like seven eight knots yeah coming it down the river is what it looked bro. like to me <laughs> and and I guess that all that was hauling butt. Yeah, I guess all those pintails were were leaving the bay and 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 they do. I've seen them do that yeah, for, I, for years you know and years. The water was rough as it could be, mm -hmm. you know. And they're they're going to go find some salvation somewhere. They're going to get off that rough bay. Yeah, I've watched that, but I've never seen that show yesterday. I don't know if I've ever seen that many pintails in one in one at one time for that long. Just it yeah. just come just coming inland. It was it was it was uh, pretty pretty cool to watch. Pretty pretty cool. So well, did you uh, did you happen to get uh, go to one of those scoping meetings down your way or know anybody? Well, that did? I I tried to. I mean, my wife we drove to Port Lavaca in the place that they normally had it. <laughs> they had somebody telling you that 
uh, it was at a different spot. And so I tried to find it across town and never found it. So I just turned around and came home. Wow. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> uh, but, but I don't, I don't, I haven't, I've, everything I've heard is, um, was real positive. Uh, yeah. everybody's on the same page. They, they like the 15 to 20. Uh, the only thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I disagree with is the, the one series per day over 25. I don't think there's a need for that at all. And, and I, and I wrote that down in the proposal and, uh, to, uh, coastal fisheries, you know, if, if I would, I would be for one a year, uh, over that. I'll, I'll never use it, but I would say, Hey, make it one over 35 inches per year in case you got a chance at a state record, kind of like they do with the tarpon with over eight, you know, 80 inches, you know, uh, you have a chance at a state record, you know, but that, I, I just don't, and, and they say because of the data that one fish over 25 a day is not going to hurt anything, but I can tell you one thing, it's not going to help anything either. No. And, um, you know, I, I just don't, I don't see that. I don't, I don't, I don't trust us, be real honest, to police ourselves in that. <laughs> I just, I see what's out there. I see the new generation, and it, it doesn't, uh, I'm not real impressed, be real honest. The new, new, new generation of guys, I'm not impressed. And I wish I was, because we, we try to groom a few of them, and there's, there's some good ones, don't get me wrong, but, but there's some that, it's just the same ones that yeah i know same thing they, you see in this country savvy. you know they're uh they're in it for the sport and the passion of it and everything else yep. and some of them it's just a business deal and yes and uh they're not uh well what do we what do we used to call them buffalo hunters <laughs> yeah that's right so, you know it's just not business not business if you're a businessman in this in this sport you would you would realize this is the best thing for your business. If if not if not for the best thing for the resource, it's the best thing for your business to to limit what you pull out because it's a it's a debits and credits game and and you you can't keep pulling out of your bank account and not putting back and expect it to be the same. Exactly, can't do it. You know, did I mean you saw you went through it with three fish limit? I mean, did that did you lose a bunch of customers because of that? Not one bit. In what fact, I, too. I think I gained. I think my business improved. Be real honest. Yeah. I got a different type of customer. Right. One that that you enjoy. The one that's there for the sunrise, for the boat, for the for the enjoying for the everything itself, that's yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Those kind seem to catch them more than anybody else. You know, it just seems to work out that way. Right. You know, guys that are going to take your. I've seen guys throwing back. You know. 18, 19, 20 inch fish, and boom, we hit a 25. And boom, we hit a 27 because, you know, mm -hmm. I think the good Lord rewards them. <laughs> That's just the way I believe. That's it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but I'm 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 feeling good about it. Feeling really good about it. I, I, it's I think we got a chance to really do something good. We uh, do. And it can't, work it can't do anything. Get on the same page, yeah. man. I think it's kind of like the the rest of the world too. There, most of this world's made up of good people. It's the it's the the There's ones more that, good ones and bad. That's exactly right. That's exactly I right. Get it that way. Oh, no doubt. And and it's the same with fishermen too. There's more good ones and bad. It's just the bad ones are the loudest. And uh, so, I think we have a chance to do something really really well. I know it can't it can't hurt anything because we're going to be putting back more than we take than we have been taking so we put a lot of pressure fishermen have become better at this i mean we're all better at this guides are better at this technology every you know it's we're all better at it and we're and we're killers you know i mean we're good at what we do yeah. and uh but we got to take that killing mentality out and just be hunters and and throw it back man well there's so much uh pressure on on the newer guides to build their business and uh you know show all the the dead dead table shots yeah. and kill shots and all that to prove they can catch fish and, and yeah uh, yeah but once you're established you know it 
word of mouth is probably the best promotional tool there is in, in the business like it is. this. Because, you know, look how many referrals you get from guys that have been fishing with you and always catch them and they tell their friends and then and so on down the line. And uh, But if you're just looking for the one-hit wonders, just one-timers, uh, I guess that's a way to promote your business. I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the way of the world. Uh, it's it's the text, and it's, you, you can get it quick, and everybody wants it quick. And right. You can't do it quick in this business. You can't. It's like like no, goose hunters, too, you know. Time, you you just don't show up and buy, or buy a snow goose spread and go out there and try to shoot a snow goose. You can't exactly. fake it. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's experience. It's experience, you know. You can't go try to catch a tarpon and not know what you're doing. It's exactly. experience, man. You can get lucky once, but you can't get lucky all the time. You got to be good at it. We've had a lot of those days, man. A lot of those learning days. A lot of a lot of gas being burnt to learn. You know, right. and don't mind helping youngsters at all. One bit, no, not at all. You know, Blaine, would love I did to it our whole do career it. Bringing new guys, you sure into did. Business. You sure did. Some made it and, and some and those, didn't. It's just you either you got right. it or you don't, man. That's just the way it is. Depends on how hard you want to work and how much effort you want to put into it. All right, buddy. So true. Well, good luck on your uh, South Texas little venture there, and uh, make sure you get back in time for game time. Kickoff's what, at 3.30 or something? Yeah, 3.30. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm waiting for that yeah. ice bowl tonight. I want to watch some of that cold stuff. <laughs> Well, I don't have. I don't have. They're making you pay for. Yeah, you got to pay and watch it on Peacock. Uh, Isn't that something? Oh, it's it's all a a business decision. Like the Astros, that Friday night apple crap. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing. All right, buddy. Well, Bink, if somebody wants to get with you about hunting or fishing, how they get a hold of you, man? Uh, nine seven nine two four one seventeen zero five. AtagoraSunriseLodge.com. We're we're are putting in the pool as we speak. Poured concrete the other day. It'll be ready in about a month, and we'll be ready for everybody to take a dip, and yeah. make a few putts on the new putting green, and all that stuff. So now I might use that putting green. I'll stay out of that pool, but uh, that, that putting <laughs> green, I I can get into that. All right, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, Bink, y'all have a good one. Be safe on your trip, and I'll talk to you next week or so. Are you hunting in the morning? I am not. I'm not. I'm okay. taking off till Monday morning. There you go, boy. Be nice. All right, brother. Well, Bink, have a good one. See you, bud. Okay. Have a good All day. Right. All right. I need to take a moment to tell everyone about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse Croakers, located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks. To your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their bottles, different sizes, regulators, diffusers, and if you need more info, call Jason at 281-701-8107. And while you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught guff seafood. No farm braised at Boyd's. It's all wild-caught. If you're looking for the big U10s the 912s, 1518s they've always got them great availability great pricing and their cajun grill next door check that out too 409-945-4001 or go to boydsonestop.com and when you do please tell them captain mickey sent you good morning Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 522 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain James Plog this morning. Good morning, Plog. What's up? What's up, Mick? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it's clear. Not much wind. Not too cold. Pretty nice. <laughs> a little bit of east wind. Yeah, got a little east. Not bad. Not much, though. It's nice. <clears throat> it's good. It wouldn't be if it was east at about 20, man. That old east wind will just saw you in half, won't it? Oh, it sucks, dude, especially if you had even a little bit of clouds. It's oh, the worst. Oh, man. High gray liner in the east wind at 20, about 38 It's degrees. the worst, dude. Come get you some. Hey, when I was in South Texas, we, well, you were there. We hunted a couple of days like that. 
hours. Yeah. And it was one afternoon. I thought Kenny was just going to – I mean, it wasn't cold, but it was cold. It was it was miserable. I had stuff on, man. I had – just like I was supposed to go fishing in that miserable right. stuff, but I was fine. So Kenny said, dude, you put some more stuff on, man. <laughs> it was blowing about 20 out of east. It was, it was nasty. It'll gnaw <laughs> on you. It'll gnaw on you, but it looks nice today. Yeah. Nothing. I just talking to Cameron. <clears throat> he was walking down the boat. Yeah, how's ready. that rock star tournament going? Well, they're they're they were they were screwed from the get go, and he knew it. They booked up. They didn't. <clears throat> Donor. He booked a charter. I mean, they chartered the boat for the tournament. Right. And when Cameron told me that, and I said, "Man, dude, that's probably not a good deal." He said, "Well, we ain't seen these guys yet." So they show up on like. Wednesday, and they're nice enough people, dude. But you can't win no tournament like that. Them boys you're fishing against, they're <laughs> they're they're, they're machine. the real deal, man. Those guys. That's are... like <laughs> I'm gonna go fish uh, the what's the biggest whatever Chad's old tournaments are. Gonna go get me fifty grand, yeah. and I book a trip to take two people to do that. You know what my chances of winning are zero, zero. You can't yeah. do it. And they drove over a lot of fish. They drove over enough fish to win. Yeah. The daily, anyway. His whole boat, the game plan won the daily. <clears throat> man, right. I bet it paid. If they were across the board, it paid close to 300 grand. Yeah, it was a bunch of money, man. I think 1.4 total for the winner, isn't it? 1.4 yeah. million or something. Yeah. And the fishing's slow. That's slow fishing. It's tough. <clears throat> but they're at a thousand points. There was like nine boats at a thousand, sixteen hundred won it. So I mean, you're still in the hunt. Yeah. But you know, if it was me, I'd run a boat. I'd go marlin fishing. I'd go somewhere. I'd put out a little bit different spread, and I'd drag loose time to come home. You caught something or you didn't. Yeah. You know, because you, you got to hook them all, dude. There were. They were 50%, and you can't even think of sniff no, one of them tournaments at 50%. Man, I'm telling you. So I feel bad for him, but the owner said, they talked to the owner, Casey, he's a great guy that owns a boat. He told them, boys, man, y'all work too hard for this. And next year, I'm fishing the tournament. We ain't chartering the boat. Right. So that's his story, but we'll see what happens today. But fishing looked, really looked slow to me yesterday, what I saw. Yeah. So you got to catch them all, man. You can't. You, you can't. If, if you see twenty, you better catch six, seventeen of them. Right. Well, same way on our end. Man, you can't be missing them, man. No. Can't lose them. Can't broke them off. Yeah, it's like that like, tournament. You know. Me and you and that salty dog rumble or whatever it was. Me and you and Rod and Wayne fished in together. And yeah. Uh, you know I. I said, man, I'm going to try a topwater in this. And Wayne goes, man, it's like eight feet deep here. I said, well, y'all ain't doing no good with a tail. I'm going to try something different, see if I can get some bites. And I lost two big ones in a row right at the boat. You had the net down. They just came unhooked. And they just at came off, said, man. This tournament's over. We just <clears> lost <throat> the tournament with them two fish right there. Yeah. And that old and thing, I had, think it was. Well, all we needed was one of those big fish. One. All we needed was one because we had some decent fish. I yeah. think that was one of them one-and-done tournaments. It actually paid a lot of money for that time. It did. Frame. Yeah, Brett Crawford had that deal. That was that was a fun tournament to fish. He had it He had it set up good. Yeah, and that was a summertime tournament. I mean, yeah. I know we're I, – I, I, I can see that happening. I can close my eyes, and I see that that happened yesterday. Yep. That was on that uh, – was that old top dog we used to all the time that was uh, – Fire Tiger. Fire Tiger. I, was, I couldn't think of the name of it. <clears throat> That was a that was a really good bait in the summertime. They would eat it up. Remember old Hugh Eccles? I took him. He was he said, you know, he's always been a big bill fisherman, you know, him and Eccles all their lives and he said, Man, I wanna really get into this trout fishing. I said, Well let's go do it. I'll show you what's up. We went over to Sabine one day and <laughs> we got up there on the top end. I jumped out, I think on Sydney Island, one of them islands up there. I jumped out and we we waited out about waist deep and we're fanning our cast in and out and he threw off that ledge and he had a fire tiger. That's he was the one that figured, you know, that showed me the fire tiger. He bought a bunch of them at Walmart and uh, they had a bunch of them. He bought like ten of them. And, uh, <laughs> 
he throws out there and seven pounder piled all over it and he reels it in and throws back out another seven pounder piled on it and i'm sitting there walking another color next to him i'm not getting any blows and after he caught five or six in a row on that fire tiger i said Hugh, I hope you bought plenty of those. He said, oh, I, my, my waiting box, I got four or five of them in here. So said, well, I want one. Hey, we absolutely wore them out with that color. And then a couple of weeks later, Pete and I went down and fished with Billy Pachowski and Matagorda and with Franklin. And uh, we got out of the boat with those, and those fish went to crush them. You should have seen Billy. He was going crazy. He said, I he didn't have one. He didn't have one. He never even heard of it either. Yeah, that was, you know, and it was exclusive to places like, if you think about it, it was exclusive. People like Walmart. I mean, weird places had Yeah, that had, had those kind of baits. Yeah, exactly. And you go to a regular somewhere else, they didn't have them, man. You'd have to go to Walmart and, you know, whatever else stores they used well, to have like back in the old, day. Well, like that old Frogger, you know, that frog-colored ghost. That's about the only place you could find it was Walmart. and it was, Hey, there one. was a million fish caught on one of them, wasn't hey, biggest trout of my life come off of one. On a <clears> I remember. And topwater boomer, boomer Wells ghost. Remember? Yeah. Boomer but... Wells, world-renowned fishing champion, whoever that Dude, was. Dude, that thing was a, was a garbage <laughs> lure, if you remember. It was the best garbage lure ever made. Ever made in I guess we, us, I guess at some point in time, kind of, we bought them somewhere. They were $1.99 in a bin. Just get them, you know. Just, you know, like trinket trash, you know. just. Buy and them. they were, they were garbage lures. Hey, they had good, they had good split rings and big time hooks. They never messed up or broke. No, that part wasn't, but you'd get one and it would make a nice rattle. This one's good. You might just want to make four casts and it quits doing anything. Well, the rattle would get stuck in them. You had to take it. You had to throw it down in the bottom of the boat and hit the head on the floor to knock that rattle loose so it would get that rattle tone back. Yeah, they would quit working. That rattle chamber with the ball, it would get hung up in there sometimes. You had to throw it down and get it rolling. I love that bait in the summertime. It was, I used to throw it in the summer a lot. Stupid, man. I had one a couple years ago I was still fishing with. It was a one of them chrome ones. I ain't had a pink head so I could see it. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man, crazy. They got so many different lures now. But I don't, I carry, you know, really all the top dog, the little top pups and little ones. And they got the regular sheep top up. dog and then it's the cheap up. Sheep up. Yeah, they got good rattles. I like one for a certain kind of water temperature. This just my, and one, you know, when it gets real well, cold, I like that dog. kind of thump. It's so loud and raspy. That works real good in muddy water. You can, it's you a can good some bites it, with that in dirty water. They'll come find that. It's a real good bait, and I like that little bitty one, that little top dog. When it's you know, like in the springtime when it gets calm, and it's hard to get bites. You know, like <clears throat> you know, end of March and April, uh-huh. you get some get some bites with that one. But it's the same old deal, man. You got to throw where they're at. It's like I was telling Cameron. You can have the best anglers in the world. If you don't drive over top of the fish, it ain't going to matter. <clears throat> Better yeah. get where they're at. Uh, that's anything. Fishing, duck hunting, deer hunting. If you're not on them, you're not on them. <laughs> if you ain't on them, you ain't on them. You ain't on <laughs> them unless you're on them. Hey, man, y'all on them? Y'all on them now? Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we ain't getting on them. You getting them? <laughs> getting them. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> well, so the water attendant in the bay is, what, 55, 56? Yeah, in some areas, you know, 53, 54, just depends on where you're at. And the Galveston forecast is, is and I looked at some generic thing. The reason I looked at it because I'm playing <laughs> golf this morning. I just looked at some generic Galveston deal. Right. Yeah, I, I don't see it getting just stupid. It's going to get cold. It's going to stay cold for the week. But well, yeah. It ain't. You mean nothing fun to fish in? Galveston's lowest temperature out of this deal is going to be 27 on Tuesday. That's what I saw. Not 30 Monday, 27 Tuesday, and then it's going to be 43, 53, 37, 40, 46. I mean, that's, you know. Hey, well, that'll be good, man. If it'll just get a little bit colder, they just shut trout fishing down for the next two years. That'd be better what they're doing. Just (laughs) shut it down. Getting cold, boys. Y'all better sell your boats. It's over That's it. Getting yeah, wrap her up. Wrap her Go up. Go fish for drums. Yeah. Go fish for drums. Become drummers. 
drum heads, sheepers, sheep, sheep herders, sheep drummers. drummers, man. I was exactly. talking to somebody about that yesterday. Who was I talking to? I don't even remember who it was. That's man. That's I was talking to Hickman, Scott Hickman. That's man. I'm I'm a little too old for that, buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> not what? Not my mo. <clears throat> so, but it'll be it'll be fine. It ain't gonna be no fun to be outside, but it'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be fine. Oh yeah, we'll it got it. it got brutal. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I'm. Went and ran yesterday morning. The front had just hit. I mean, it was blowing, but it wasn't crazy, you know. And it takes me about 50 minutes, almost, you know, almost an hour to finish up. <laughs> hey, within that little hour span on my little run in home, hey, that wind was blowing, I know, close to 30. And I'm like, man, this is terrible. I should have figured this out another way while I was coming home down sea. And I was thinking about them marathon runners Sunday. Man, they're have to they're gonna run into that stuff. That's gonna be brutal. Yeah, we got the marathon tomorrow, don't we? Yeah, and it's gonna be cold. They don't yeah. care about the forties, it's great, really, for running, but no, man, when you couple that thirty knot wind on it, buddy, that's not gonna be good. No. It's, uh, <clears throat> so Well, we got Texans today and the marathon tomorrow. Yeah, is it not coming? I think it's coming like Sunday morning, like, well, like when you go on the air, kind of time, ain't it? Or is it a little later? Well, it's uh, it looks like to me. I don't know when that line's going to come across. It's uh, but it's it's coming sometime tomorrow, probably tomorrow evening, because uh, it's it's going to be Monday. The high is only going to be forty four, twenty six for a low with. 40% chance of freezing rain. So it's probably So it's coming after midnight. So it ain't coming tonight. It's coming Sunday. Yeah, it'll be coming. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, midnight or later, or early Monday morning, what have you. Oh, I got you. Uh, okay. It's coming on. They keep changing a little bit. Once you open that door, one of these fronts like this, once you open that door, <clears throat> that old Arctic air to come down, it's coming. It's coming. That's right. This is really the first one we had all year, really, if you think about it, that actually it dipped is. down here and got us. Yeah, we've just uh, – it's kind of the way it works on the El Nino year. Let me knock this commercial break out, Jane. I'll come right back. Yeah, go ahead, bro. We'll do some more Ninoing. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Danco Sports Incorporated. They're an industry-leading manufacturer of pliers, knives, and accessories for anglers worldwide. Danco is committed to providing affordable – high-quality products to the fishing community with over 400 plier and knife options to choose from. They're premium pliers and cheese. That's what I use. They have outstanding quality and performance, and no inshore or offshore boat should be without at least a couple of pair of these. I even carry a pair on my wading belt, and uh, they're solid machined. They have a big-time integrated jaw and a crimper and titanium cobalt cutters and uh, a lifetime warranty, and no boat should be without a couple of Danco knives that come in a variety of sizes. A German stainless steel blade, Danco knives, in my opinion, are better than the Bubba blade at half the price. And Danco knives have a, you know, a dual molded grip for superior control while you're filleting your catch. And a du- DuPont Teflon coated blade. That's Danco Sports Incorporated. You can do it with Danco. Captain Mickey for the Belleville Meat Market, located in downtown Belleville. They're just a short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. And go downtown, check it out. Their processing facility and meat market are right next door to one another. And every week they always double feature a couple of their pecan smoked sausages, different blends. They've got tons of them, and uh, free samples are always available. And a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue. They serve that Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, check out their wild game processing. They're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. Their processing facility is open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And the Belleville celebrating over 42 years Serving the greater Houston community, that's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. I could be holding you tonight. 
Could quit doing wrong and start doing right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports you Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 540 here in the Bayou City. All right, James, we're back, man. All right, brother. Well, you're going to play golf today, hitting that hard yeah. rock. Boy, those golf balls <laughs> get hard in cold weather. Yeah, bad as I am, it don't matter. Hard, soft, it ain't going to matter. Hey, just knock it around, man. Keep it in play. <laughs> well, That's you ain't going to. deals, keep it in play. Takes you man, four or five just, to get on the green. At least you wasn't playing out of the woods or the rough. At least you got a chance, man. Got lead in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hit them far. I don't hit them far. I don't hit them straight, but it's okay. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> well, it, it, uh, it you ain't gonna do nothing for. Her. I was supposed to go back to work Monday, but the whole week looks not too friendly, really. Go if out you look there at Monday it. and get you some. Tuesday morning's the morning you ought to be out there, bud. That's at, at twenty. Do some at office bow, freezing up your gads. Got to keep sticking your rod in the water to keep the gads unfrozen. <laughs> I remember yeah. the old timers telling us that. You think they really did that, or just kind of like no, walking I, I, to school stories? It, no, I think it's. Hey, you and I have done this long enough. Having to walk to school barefoot and your lunch kit with <laughs> a syrup bucket. And, you know, yeah, it was all uphill all the way to school in the snow and down downhill coming home yeah come on hey there's a certain point in time that them fish when it gets that cold they they don't bite they just no, you know that we did it they don't they don't bite you know 83 you know it was kind of weird when they they finally remember i don't know when was it when they finally ended up biting when we were catching uh, in the surf and got, then we ended we up 12, at the yacht we basin. had 12 straight days of freezing temperatures I mean, that, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. It came in on Christmas Eve, and it didn't let up. But after that, we were in the 80s every day. Remember that in January? Yeah, it got nice. It got really low nice. 80s, and those fish went to snapping. And, uh, boy, word got out. Remember, we were down there by the South Jetty <laughs> in the surf, and that's when I met, it- met Nelson and uh, the Jetty Walker. They were all on the rocks, and we had our waders on. We were standing like ankle deep. We're throwing beer lures. Me and O.P., we're winching in some toads. And work It was out. crazy, wasn't it? Hey, we showed up at two or three mornings later, and it looked like the landing at Normandy. That beach was covered with people. I go, what in the world happened? <laughs> I mean, there was something 200 people in that in that pocket right there. And, it got, uh, we were we down there about the yacht basin. Yes, we were down there by 14th Street, and we wasn't catching them but as good as y'all was. We was catching some. We wasn't catching them like y'all were. Oh, it was and then that, And that's when up in our – hey, but think about this. Now, TP and W, they're the smartest people on the planet. When that happened, if you remember, they said, hey, man, there ain't no limits. Keep them all up. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, they, remember they relaxed the limits, said just Relax. scoop all the stunned fish scoop up, them up and, and uh, harvest them. You know, take them home now, and put them in your freezers. Now, they're the smartest people on the planet. Now, look, y'all go get to catch one trout. They were the dipping them up life. with uh, dip nets, you know, in their boats and uh, filling pickup trucks full of, dip, you know, stunned trout. I remember we that. We were like doing it, it right there, right there at the yacht basin. And then, yeah, what, were. in a couple of days, they went down. They went and down. And I was like, well, did we scoop One of my them all customers up? No, had a boat there, and he said, Mickey, all those trout went down, and they didn't die. And Blaine and I pulled in, you know, the old Holiday Inn there next to it. We yeah. just parked in there and walked across there where all those oleander trees are. On one, The first cast, I caught one about five pounds, and we were we were skipping uh, Kelly Wigglers, the shrimp tails, hitting the sides of boats in the water and sailboats and stuff and letting it go down and it was it was big fish every single cast i've never seen anything that stupid in my whole life hey that yacht basin got crazy didn't it it was oh, it, it, was, it was going off but well, think about that now what we've all learned even tpw now you can't get them to tell you anything because they're the smartest people on the planet we know everything look at right. us we're renowned all over the country everybody wants to be like <laughs> us and that's what y'all did. Just get them all, man. Don't worry about no limits. Just net them no all limits. up. No limits. Fill those coolers. So it was everybody's. Catch more than you can carry. Ain't that. The, hey, remember, we were. Hey, people were backing up to the boat slip at the yacht basin. We were just loading up with them. It was crazy, man. 
It was. It was crazy. I've but never seen anything. Think, like think if it that happened right now. Think if that happened right now. They would put you in. The, you'd be so far up in the hospital you couldn't get out. <laughs> <sighs> crazy. Pretty man. bizarre. We've seen yeah, some crazy sir. stuff over the years. Yeah, that was uh it was, it was pretty wicked, man. And then, like we talked about the other day, like in 89, a lot of them didn't float like that. We didn't – I think it killed more fish in 89, but we never did literally see them like that. You well, know? when you can walk on ice from Umbrella Point out to Fisher's Reef and never break through it, you got a problem. That's yeah, what we it, had in 89. It was but, uh, crazy. Well, it was – at my house on Trinity Bay, it was seven degrees two nights in a row. That's That's yeah. cold, buddy. That that's that's South Dakota stuff. Hey, if you remember, you know we ended up catching them right there at the bathrooms there in Texas City. Yeah, remember we we, we thought, man, this plenty, yeah, right this there is there big time. Boyd's over there in that pocket, Monsanto. Yeah, pocket. Oh, and I forget who it was. It may have been Richard Reeves. It was a shrimper that we all knew. He was, you know, trying to shrimp in the Tech City Channel. It wasn't too long after that, or before that, or whenever it was, right around that same time frame. He couldn't even pull his nets up because all fish were dead on the bottom. Well, I'll tell you up. this. Uh, we went out looking around after that freeze, and uh, I watched a crew boat leave Point Barra, you know, up there north of me. And yeah. Left Trinity Bay and went down the middle of the bay all the way to uh, Ailey's, to the A1 separator. And all you saw was this huge white bellies rolling up in his wheel wash. All the way to Elise. I said, my gosh, I never knew there was that many fish in this bay. Everything was out in the middle, you know, because the tides right. dropped so much, and they all went as deep as they could get. It nuked every one of them. I mean, they were dead. There wasn't no stunned fish. That was all. And the oyster boats, remember, they kept working. They'd pull their dredges up, and they'd have dead trout and redfish. Dead, dead trout in them. Yeah. That was some of the worst fishing I'd ever seen. That that right. couple of years after that, or that spring, I guess that was, man, that was terrible, you know. Yeah, but was, you was, know, it gets better, you know. Just this time, I mean, oh, if you we came to the dock with six or eight fish. Call the Chronicle. You, you call the Chronicle, baby. You was <clears throat> you was you was big time. Yes, sir. But it, it it's like anything. It just it just takes time, and, and I think the world we live in now, we want it all tomorrow. Hey, look, man, Instant y'all catch no trout. Everybody wants Instant. immediate gratification. You know, it's just yeah, y'all don't nobody wants keep to no trout. Don't do none of this stuff. And, and we're going to grow y'all a bunch of fish. And in about three years, there's going to be seven pounders hopping all out of the water, and y'all go get them. Yeah. And it's not like that, man. It takes takes no. time. But, we, you know, back then, both those three, we bounced back quick after those. We came back. Oh, 89. What quick. year was it? It got so good. It was uh, – 96 was 80. an awesome year. 96 was uh, – 95, 96 were two real, real good years, I remember. That. It was. Mickey, what is that, six years removed from, five you know, years, all of being six, dead? Yeah. Or five, yeah. And it they wasn't like some big. of them was dead. They were, they were all dead. It wasn't like you right. saved – I mean, you know, granted, some of them led. That's a stupid statement. But by and large, the mass of the fish – was dead and then in five years six years man we had really really good fishing couldn't get a lure back all right man well go go shoot a 72 today even par (laughs) no that's on the front line bro the front line yeah okay (laughs) all right dog well hey man somebody wants to call you about going to the bottom and living the dream how they get a hold of you man four nine seven seven one seven three oh six well i'll let you brother all right james have fun see you man all right, that's Captain James Plog in G-Town. Now we're going to jump the bridge, go on the other side of the callway, causeway, and check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Sharky, what's up? What's up, buddy? You loading the boat this morning? No, I'm not loading it. I'm not loading it. Sure we got JJ out there. We got we got some of the guys loading it, but I'm not this morning. Right. I had a... Uh, my my brother, man, he's he's about as close as a brother as I'll get. I best friend for so many years, man. He's been uh he went from college and now he's a navy uh he's a navy helicopter pilot right. and he spent the last three or four years in Japan and so anyway he surprised us yesterday and came in 
came home so we're excited man awesome we uh we've been hanging out with him for all yesterday and we were putting up ceiling tiles and uh at bayside doing some renovating and basically uh he surprised mom and dad it was hilarious man cool it was great so we've been having fun with that and uh man it's gonna be it's cold today but it's gonna be pretty nice and then uh Yes, yeah, I think there's going to be nice weather <laughs> today and tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, Monday and Tuesday, you might want to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's going to, you know, I just checked it again, um, literally like just now, early, early, about 10 minutes ago, I checked the weather and it was showing on Monday and Tuesday, it wasn't going to get, I mean, they were saying for a little bit, they were saying it was going to be like low 20s, like crazy, crazy. But I was showing, uh, you know, like high thirties, low forties. Now this morning, is that? Are you seeing anything different for Monday, Tuesday? Are you still no, seeing think, that it's going to uh, get crazy cold? Galveston was, um, what was that? Uh, James and I were just talking about that. Where is Galveston on my phone? I just lost everything. There it is. I've got so many, so many of them. Uh, <laughs> no, the. Uh, I think y'all's lowest uh, temperature is going to be 27 Tuesday. No, that's uh, still 39. cold. That's still super yeah. cold. Yeah. They have 30 that's still Monday and uh, 27 Tuesday, but, uh, you know, Galveston will be the warmest around here because it's surrounded by water. You know, that water's going to keep it warmer. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's still, that's still, uh, that's that's still, still freezing, cold. man. Yeah, that's cold. That's still cold. Golly, we've been uh, water in it, and the wind's blowing. It's even colder, so. Oh, buddy, yeah, you wouldn't want to be out on the water on on Monday, Tuesday. Nah. That's a fact. Let them. Fish That's a fact. I ain't that mad at them. I promise nah. you that. No. Nah. Golly, golly. Yeah, buddy, that's 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 cold. We're gonna, you know, we're trying to look at that weather and determine, you know, um. It's tough because we got to determine, you know, when these fronts come in, do we pull the boats out, keep them in? Right. You know, how bad is it going to be? And when you got, I mean, when you got a front coming in, dropping the temperature 20, 30 degrees, you could assume that that front line is going to be pretty, pretty gnarly, you know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, yesterday we, we were pulling, pulling some boats, sticking some back in the water for this weekend. Anyway, it's just uh, always a grind, you know, just got to gotta stay on top of these things and, you know, take advantage when you're pulling boats out, be productive, do some servicing, get everything nice and tidied up and keep on grinding, you know, get ready yes. for the, get ready for the main season. Yeah, Sunday, you know, you're going to have uh, highs in the lower 50s in Galveston with northeast winds gusting up to 25. And then that night, it's going to go uh, 30 mile an hour gust out of the east. And when that front comes through, sometime after midnight, you'll have north winds up gusting up to 30, and temperatures just start plummeting. You know, they'll just start falling like crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's not. I think uh, wind chill value right when Galveston is low as 10 degrees above zero. So that's going to be. Oh, buddy. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm good. Ball game we're gonna watch tonight. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to do anything when when it's that cold. Well, Tuesday I mean, I'll for be Galveston. Partly sunny in the morning, then clearing. Uh, brisk with high winds uh, in the mid 30s, and uh, wind chill values at 10 degrees above zero. For Tuesday. Oh my yeah. gosh! Get you some of that. Oh my gosh! Nice. Well, that, we'll see what it what does to the fisheries. The with these cold temperatures, those high winds, because they really chill that water down big time. You'll get a big drop, you know, water temperature with winds like that. So, blowing that. Yeah, I would assume everything after that. We're, I mean, we still haven't even been throwing crab or nothing. We haven't even right. entered into that. But I would assume that. That that's that's a major major cold, you know. So if I was a crab, said, I'd be swimming my way to the Yucatan right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd be hauling butt right now. That's okay? it. Let's go get some. Warm get me out of here. I heard that, man. 
Oh my gosh, man! Well, it's good your friends in town, and y'all can enjoy some time. Yeah. And, uh, hey, that's uh, keep remodeling, get things looking right. For yep. the House down there on the what is that? That's right. The twenty eighth. It's yeah. coming. All right. We're making everything look pretty, man. Just pouring a lot of love into it. I got you. Well, throw out some info on how people can get a get a hold of you and come down and lodge up, even get married. Do a fishing trip. Heck yeah. Go out and live the dream, man. Make memories. Come on with it. Come on with it. Now, I wouldn't book Monday, Tuesday, but, you no, know, I after think, that, it's... Uh, that's kind of <laughs> off limits. <laughs> yeah. Come and check us out, guys. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishingwithnogcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. Uh, we do have an open house coming out on the 28th, man. We'd love to have you guys. It's at Bayside. Just Google Bayside Event Center. You'll see our address. And it's 28th of Sunday, so 2 to 5. You come out, get some food, free food, boat rides, music, music. you name it. Yeah, yeah it's going to be sweet. Come and check boy. us out. All right, man. Well, hey, Shark. From Led Zeppelin himself. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the lead into town, man. <laughs> All right, well, hey, y'all be safe, and uh, I'll talk to you next week after the big blow. All right, stud. Have a great All weekend, right. man. Later, Thanks. Sharky. All right. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break, national anthem, and all that good stuff. And you're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 